Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. Hello, short bus people. This is Brian Courtney with the Short Bus Debate Club. And today we are talking about narcissists, um, narcissism in general. And to, uh, well, I don't really want to introduce him because he's not as important as me. Um, but I do have a co-host and his name is Darren Jolly. It's very, it's very self-important of you to put it that way. I think that you have a disorder. I think you need to. I might. I definitely have delusions of grandeur. Um, but so Darren had the idea to talk about narcissism because of that dipshit Trump, I think, was one of the reasons. It's part. Um, it's part of. It's partly Trump, but it's really because of people have a really. They love to diagnose psychological things in this day and age. There's a lot of self-diagnosis. There's a lot of projection, and everybody seems to. Not everybody. A lot of people like to like when when Trump became what he became. This whole term narcissism came out of the woodworks. Like it was. Like, like it, uh, it, it never existed before, right? And Trump is a narcissist. He's a narcissist. He's the most narcissistic person. He's the only person that exists in his world, blah, 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 blah. I just, uh, I get the sense that, well, that very well may be true. He might be a narcissist. He, he probably bears a lot of the, you know, the characteristics of, you know, whatever they call narcissistic personality disorder. But I just get the sense that a lot of the people that are using this term over and over and over again are oftentimes guilty of the same thing that they're accusing other people of being. Not oftentimes. Most of these dumb cocksuckers are narcissists. I've got a, a thing that is probably a pretty easy guide for you. If you're driving down the fucking road and you look to your left and you look to your right, and you see the dildos that are sitting there on their phone while they're driving because they're fucking tweeting or texting or whatever. Or maybe they're talking on the phone in the gas station or the grocery store. Those motherfuckers think they're so important that they can't wait for that text or that call. You know, you always see the people on the, the sidelines at the basketball game or the hockey game talking on the phone. Again... Those people are narcissists. That's just a, a light gauge, but you can pretty much guarantee that that it's there, um, especially the ones in the grocery store. If you listen to them, because they really do think they're important, and that's why they're on that call, disturbing everyone around them because they're that fucking important. Um, <laughs> you know, when we're talking about Trump, so I'm going to throw another term out there. Um, and the term is megalomaniac and Trump is a megalomaniac. He, he thinks that he is the boss of everything and he is wanting to control everything. And if I had to guess, I would say that dumb shit has a picture of himself on his desk. 
And he might even blow kisses to it and shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, all megalomaniacs are narcissists, but all narcissists aren't necessarily megalomaniacs. And so, I don't know the things Trump did in order to be deemed a narcissist by the media, but it's important to know that there is a difference between a narcissist, which most of us are, and having narcissistic personality disorder. Right? So, <laughs> you said everybody's a narcissist, right? I mean, so like at the bottom of all of that, we're, we're subjects, right? We are like, I'm, I'm the center of my attention, like, and I direct my attention in these different areas, you know? Uh, I have the ability to abstract my position, however. Like, that's that's one of those things where I can never quite get my head into your head. Like, But if I listen to what you're saying, if I sort of absorb the thoughts that you're putting out there, if I re reconstruct the arguments uh, so that I can kind of see where it is that they're coming from, then I sort of uh, take on a part of you in, into myself. Okay, so that's empathy, right? But that's, that's, well, that's what I was going to say, though, is that having lack of empathy is part of the disorder and not the trait, right? So you wait, can wait, be, wait, 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 what? so, okay, so if you have empathy, you can still be a narcissist. Everybody is self-absorbed to some degree, right? We want to be able to eat or we're thirsty. We only like this kind of food. Um, you know, we want things done a certain way. Everybody is self-absorbed and, and self-involved to some degree. But if you can empathize with those around you, then you probably don't have narcissistic personality disorder. Probably. And what you were talking about, it sounded to me, was like empathy. But you like, see, you created a distinction. You said a trait, the trait or the disorder. That's what you're saying. There's a difference between the trait and the disorder, right? Yeah, because that's what I'm saying is that we're all narcissists. Mm -hmm. But because we do... Which is why I was saying what I was saying. Yeah. Empathy, like, so what, what I was getting at when I was talking about the empathy concept is that there are degrees, right? There's like, I'm no matter what, at the end of the day, my my attention, my, my, the, the fact that I have hunger inside of my belly that I have to, you know, assuage so that I, you know, don't die or perish, you know, or drink water or whatever. There are certain things inside of myself that I have to take care of for myself because that is, that is who I am. But as I go through the process of seeing things from another person's point of view, or at least attempting to trying to sort of make contact with like alien consciousness, alien meaning people other than myself, right? Not people from another universe. Um, then that would be, I'm still going to be, like you said, I'm still a subject. I'm still going to have certain uh, narcissistic tendencies inside of who, who I am and what I do because I am a subject. But I don't, so I don't want to create this category where there's people that have low levels of it because they're empathetic. And then there, there are people that have the disorder. Like I, cause I don't know. I think the disorder concept is just kind of a technicality. Right. But I, and like, there's no doubt that Trump is a, you know, like you said, a megalomaniac. So like if a megalomaniac, you said a, all megalomaniacs are narcissists, but not all narcissists are megalomaniacs. So he is the pinnacle of, of narcissism, like, right. But 
or a pinnacle. We could say, you know, he's the the king kingship pin of, of he's of he's definitely up there. Yeah. But there are a lot of them. I mean, yeah. But like, I would never go out in public and get into an argument with a person over, you know, like Trump's narcissism. I, I don't think there's any like value in that. I, like, I think a person has half a brain; they should be able to see that. But a person that goes around and not only makes the argument that Trump is a narcissist, but when they see a person that like represents something that is an image of another person that they identify with that narcissistic tendency, I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting it, I'm getting it confused right now. Let me, let me go, let me go back for just a second here. All right. So when I hear people that walk around and use the term narcissism a lot, I hear them saying it from their narcissistic headspace and not realizing from their subjectivity, like they're, they're, they're identifying themselves as like the, uh, the person who is not narcissistic, therefore the person who is capable of identifying people who are, and then. Well, that, that's one of the things I was going to say is that sadly, most of these dumb shits probably don't know what the fuck a narcissist is. The only reason that they're using the term over and over again is because Rachel it's Maddow been all it. over the fucking media and Rachel Maddow, you know, whoever else, somebody on fucking TikTok, somebody on Facebook, some bullshit. And so they think, oh, well, that's a cool fucking word. And I think I remember seeing that on my word a day calendar back in 1998. So I didn't use it back then. I'm going to go ahead and use it now. That guy's a fucking narcissist. That guy's a narcissist. Narcissist over there. Narcissist over there. Um, why don't you bring me my shit? I want my shit. Where's my stuff? I'm entitled to it. Bring it to me now. Um, sorry. That was me doing voices. The, and that was the voice of a narcissist. <laughs> but a lot of those people, it isn't just because they looked at their stupid calendar from 1998. No. It's a moral superiority position, you know? That I that I hear out of people a lot of time, where in this this standing above someone and looking down their nose, you know, you're a narcissist. We we have a problem with that, where people do that. They look down their nose and they parrot something someone else said, even though they don't understand what the fuck it is they're talking about. Um, in this case, it, it's narcissism. I know I've heard the word multiple times just in the last couple of weeks. It's been nice. Um, and I am admittedly a narcissist, but, and I, I do have a couple of traits of the disorder. One, I, I do have delusions of grandeur. I think I am supposed to be much more than I am right now, but I do not want to take advantage of other people. I don't want to lie to other people. I don't have these fantasies of, of great, I don't know, sex or power or, or any of the things that, you know, the American Psychological Association says, the APA. What is it? What, what is it, dude? Read, their, read, the, uh, read the, the definition according to the old APA. Well, so in the DSM-5, the Narcissistic Personality Disorder is... Some, someone with the following characteristics. A, 
a long-standing pattern of grandiose self-importance and an exaggerated sense of talent and achievements. B. Fantasies of unlimited sex, power, brilliance, or beauty. C. An exhibitionist need for attention and admiration. D. Either cool indifference or feelings of rage, humiliation, or emptiness as a response to criticism, indifference, or defeat. And E. Various interpersonal disturbances such as feeling entitled to special favors, taking advantage of others, and inability to empathize with the feelings of others. So, if you were a shrink, you know, you'd probably peg me with grandiose self-importance. I do think I'm pretty fucking special. But, not at the risk of taking advantage of others or, or putting myself in front of them. Um, the exaggerated sense of talent and achievements. Well, that's still part of A. Um, fantasies of unlimited sex, power, brilliance, or beauty. Uh, I do think I'm pretty fucking brilliant. But, again, not so much that I'm putting myself before others. Um, and I, I do know how to empathize. And an exhibitionist need for attention and admiration. At a party, I'm a laugh whore. I do like to make people laugh. But I don't honestly give a shit if you like me or don't. Um, I don't need likes on Facebook or Twitter or, or anything else. Like me, don't. I don't give a fuck. And I definitely don't have a picture of myself based on A, B, or C. Um, cool indifference or feelings of rage, humiliation, or emptiness as a response to criticism. As far as I'm concerned, criticism is something that should be done on a regular basis to everyone around you. It's the only way that we can get better at what it is we are trying to do. To everyone around you, including yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Criticism, self-criticism, rectification. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, feeling entitled, taking advantage of others, inability to empathize. Uh, that, that feeling entitled thing, just about every motherfucker I bump into on a daily basis feels entitled to something. And they feel entitled to, you know, go faster and cut in front of me in traffic or, you know, keep going in the lane that says that it ends because they're special and they don't want to wait back in the back. Y'all should ride in a car with Brian sometime. <laughs> he, he has this, this Tourette's tendency where when he's driving down the road, you know, he's going, going, going. And then one of these instances happens where somebody, you know, He'll be, he'll be like, oh, you know, and the nuggets and this and that and blah, 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 and joke it. You motherfucker, get the fuck out of the way. And then he's that was a really good game last night, you know, because he just starts cussing. You know, if he could if he could have a driver, he'd probably live 10, 15 years longer. Maybe. Um, but that's based on the assumption that idiots wouldn't bother me just because I was a passenger. Which I, it might help a little because you're not so focused on it. Right. But I'm, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about lines in the grocery store or, or whatever. There are a lot of people that feel 
entitled. You know, um, I shouldn't have to wait as long as everybody else for whatever reason, because I'm in a big hurry, because my kids are in the car, because my dog is in the car. Well, dumb fuck, you shouldn't have left your kids or your dog in the car. Take them home and come back. You're not special. Not not in a short bus way, at least. No. And and, <laughs> and 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 Trump isn't special either. But I think all of these people that are calling him a narcissist are again narcissists themselves. Um, you know, I don't know who did it. I don't watch or, or read the same things that Darren does. Um but if I had to guess, you know, anybody that's got their own syndicated news radio program or cable show, uh, you can bet your ass that they think their car should be the first one pulled up when everybody gets off work. Uh, that, you know, they get the first pick at the, the breakfast cart. Um, Twitter, interestingly enough, has become a place. This is why I don't do anything on Twitter very much. But it, it becomes a place where people will. Uh, there's Twitter personalities, right? People that have 37,000 people following or something like that, you know. So somebody tweets something negative about this other person because this other person said this one thing, and then people that they, they they took as bad, you know, whatever whatever it was. Maybe it was bad. Maybe it wasn't bad. It doesn't matter. But the point is, is the person makes the comment. This person makes a moral judgment on them, and then you have a billion, you know, lemmings pile onto this this person, and uh, people get off on this type of activity, where. Uh, yeah, where you watch the trolls fight. Yeah, but I mean, like that that concept of piling on in those spaces. I mean, those those people are. I mean, that's a that's Twitter narcissistic personality disorder. Well, and that this that you're just talking about is where these days it doesn't matter who, if you were famous and you did something wrong or you were accused of doing something wrong then your trial is basically on social media yeah, and, and right. in the media in, the in general, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and these are things that, that kind of bother me because none of these people who now feel entitled to give their opinion on whether or not he's guilty or she's guilty or innocent or whatever, they weren't there. They don't know. You know, they don't know any of the facts in what happened or didn't. Um, all they know is that he was accused and they have an opinion on it. Yeah. And and I, I identify my, and, and so we're going to scarlet letter your ass. I identify with these other people that are saying these things. So we're going to pile on. And yeah, there's no... There's no, uh, you're the the person that initially writes the tweet, and then they're 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 lemmings. They're the judge, jury, and executioner. And uh, people have, you know, like kids. Uh, when that kind of stuff happens, I mean, that's, kids kill themselves over shit like that. You know, I mean, because of how uh, brutal that is, because they don't understand a reality outside of 
the public execution, the Twitter public execution reality. Well, and I don't know. I mean, if that ever happened to me, maybe I'd kill myself. I don't know because I just don't ever see you liking caring that much about Twitter, dude. No, but it's gotten so fucking bad. I mean that. I mean they're. compromising jury pools and what do you, what and do you stuff like that because it's so bad. So somebody's accused. Somebody's charged. You mean in real crimes? Okay. okay. And yeah, in, in real life. Uh-huh. So somebody who is self-important uh-huh. on CNN or MSNBC or whatever says they're guilty here's why they did this this and this that gets spread into all of these other channels through clips and and voice clips and whatever and then all of these other people start piling on and they say oh yeah well she said he's guilty he's got to be fucking guilty and it keeps spreading and spreading and spreading. And by the time he's charged, then, you know, right to a speedy trial, 120 days, trial comes up. And the public is, it, it's corrupted. That So now, a fair trial isn't possible. Because all of these self-important cocksuckers did that to whoever. And I'm not talking about somebody that's just famous. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about maybe it was a plumber, but whatever. And now they can't get a fair trial because social media has blown up with all of these things. But it happened in politics, too. I mean, we can't vote for this guy or this girl because they did this because so-and-so said so. Um, you're just getting smeared in the public square to where they're, they're like, if you're, if you're running, you get neutralized. They don't, there was a, uh, this guy that was running for uh, I can't remember if it was a congressman or a Senate in Boston. Um, and uh, he was accused of, he was an academic and he was accused of uh, dating a bunch of students and uh, it was floated and uh, he, he he actually he got lucky somehow or another somebody but they, they were crucifying him to where he literally went to where it was like almost impossible for him to even run and he actually ended up recovering for it but that was the one one situation where yeah I mean in the once it comes out and once the trolls start start pushing the the rhetoric in a specific direction then the yeah the the brand comes on the forehead and and so again i don't know who who did it who mm-hmm. started it with trump and and i am not a trump believer i i hate that fucking asshole probably well i hate him at the same level that i do most politicians he's not special no but whoever started saying he was a narcissist and this and this and this and you know, again, it spread down because here's a fucking soundbite here, here's a video clip here, all of this stuff. So now it starts spreading, and then all of a sudden you've got people creating memes and all of this stuff. 
and they're misspelling the word narcissist and they're shooting it out to their thousand followers and then it gets retweeted to 40,000 and then another meme is created. And so all of these people are using the word narcissist even though they don't know how to spell it. And it all started with somebody who was self-important, which again is ironic that they're calling someone a narcissist when it's actually them that is just as guilty, if not more, than the one they're calling. So yeah, um, but with that being said, not all narcissism is bad. You know, if if you have delusions of grandeur or, you know, fantasies of being important, then you can be helpful. You could be helping people, you know, but if you're... It's sort of like seeing yourself as successful. Right. But if, if you're taking advantage of people for personal gain, then I would consider that harmful. And ratings or followers or, or whatever, you know, by calling someone else whatever, is, is not helpful. So I wouldn't consider that helpful narcissism. So, you know, on <clears throat> Psych Central, um, and I don't know what this fucking website actually is, but I know... You know, the, the articles have been reviewed by doctors, so that's that's a plus as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, but they say, you know, narcissism can be adaptive, which is helpful, or maladaptive, which is, you know, unhelpful. Um, so adaptive narcissism refers to aspects of narcissism like high self-confidence, self-reliance, and the ability to celebrate yourself. Maladaptive is entitlement, aggression, and the tendency to take advantage of others. Um, so, you know, the, the term narcissism isn't always bad, I guess is what I'm saying. That, so... One of the things in that that you're that you're looking at right there that they talk about is is the concept of it as a spectrum, which is becoming a more you know typical psychological way of categorizing things. When they talk about autism, they talk about autism on the spectrum. But uh, uh, in this context, so then what what's the dividing line, right? Where so like like for instance, I had interactions with this one person for a long time in my life, and I found out that they. Uh, secretly resented me for a long time so they sort of staged this incident where uh they identified me as something uh they said the only reason why anybody listened to me was because i was a male and i had a penis right that was why and they did it in front of uh, a bunch of other people and the intention was to to create this stage you know where um this person makes me smaller and makes themselves bigger. You and know, that is, is, I would say, maladaptive. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say that that's not helpful. But this is also a person who uh, walks around and uses the term narcissism like tampons or something like that, you know, so. 
Well, that person should use more tampons and shove them in her mouth because she <laughs> should shut the fuck up. But it, I, I, it, it's still like in this in this context, like uh, it just seems so odd socially that like because it comes counter it becomes counterproductive. I mean, is is our whole life about the Scarlet Letter? Is our whole life about identifying these people? I mean, that. Like socially, what what ends up happening is people pull back from those social uh, situations because they don't want to be around a bunch of people who are sitting there uh, pointing moral fingers at them about things that have nothing to do with anything that's meaningful at all anyway. Um, It's really just like it's a fantasy that that person's living out. Like I would argue that like maybe that person wasn't even really mad at me. They were mad at maybe their father or they hated Donald Trump. They'd never be able to say something like that to Donald Trump. They can never really face their father like that. So instead of going up against them, they find someone who they can engage on that level and just effectively try to pound on them. Yeah. To live out the fantasy. Possible. So, yeah, I mean, that, but that's another psychological disorder in and of itself. I mean, that low self esteem thing can also be tracked into that narcissism. So, you know, it's her wanting to be acknowledged as a person that people listen to. It's her with these delusions of grandeur. And when you have to make somebody smaller um, to get your way or to get you to shut up or leave the room so that people actually listen to her, that's, that's not healthy, dude. And I know I've left several... I wouldn't, not political in the way like somebody running for office for a municipality or a county, but more like really local political stuff like HOAs and things like that. I've left more than one meeting because there's always someone that doesn't want to give, that it's their way or the highway. And the entire idea of the political process is, again, in my opinion, this is why, you know, we don't have dictators, um, is because it's supposed to be for the greater good. And if there's one asshole at the level of president or whip, majority or minority or um, president of an HOA or, or whatever the case is and they don't give because it's not in their benefit then it's no longer for the greater good. But they're not, not giving because it's not in their benefit. They're not giving because they have a fucking psychosis in most instances. <clears throat> I mean they just don't know how to be in a relationship with other people. Yes and no. I mean, in the case of the person you're talking about, yes. In the case of the majority whip or the minority whip, maybe not. Maybe it's because they are getting financial gain from it or... So there could be other negative... Votes or whatever, but they're taking advantage of these people over here so that they get the gain. Whether we're talking about 
attention or monetary or power or whatever. I mean, it that shift where these people don't matter because it's me. Yes, it, it, I mean, but that's all what it boils down to because we're talking about personal gain or power or any of those things still fits into that that maladaptive narcissist part. I don't know. It seems like that that seems like something different when you're talking about it in the context of a uh, like a political actor that's refusing to give up space or give up ground. Like they're they're to not give up ground because of a mental disposition is different than not giving up ground because I if I would cede my position in relation to this then the people who paid for me to get into the office aren't going to get what they want out of me. Yes, it is different. But what I'm saying, so I'm I'm following along our premise that everyone is a narcissist, right? So everyone is a narcissist but not necessarily a megalomaniac. <laughs> so everyone's a narcissist but not necessarily a narcissistic personality but disorder. But what's motivating that politician at that point in time is not their narcissism. Maybe. Well, the, but the way that you couched it before, you're, you 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 align their activity more with 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 economic interests or whatever it was that was making causing them to make their their, their decision. Right, but personal gain is part of the narcissism thing. But it's personal gain in a context by it, it, taking per, advantage of others is what through, I'm getting through at. your self identification though. Not, not, not just like it, 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 it still seems, it seems like an apples and oranges thing. Well, I think we're kind of going to start running around in circles, but all I'm saying is that this person who is a leader may or may not think that they are the superior power, right? Mm -hmm. And they know that they need a resolution to be passed or an amendment, whatever. And if they do, then that makes their name bigger or they get some sort of financial reward from it or something. So let's say that it's at a small level on a homeowners association. We're going to raise everybody's HOA fees and drop the number of times the trash people come because my bonus is based on 2% of profitability from quarter to quarter. So we raise the rates, we lower services. Now there's more money. I make more money. Anyway, maybe, maybe it is just a power thing. Maybe it doesn't have shit to do with narcissism. I'm just saying that it could be both. Well, when you when you talked about it as a group, when you originally were saying it, you were talking about it as a group dynamic dynamic thing. I have a problem with that. That that makes sense to me. But I think that like when you're talking about uh, narcissists, generally are looking for certain emotional outcomes. Like the, it's 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 a it's it's a feeling of self worth related to not just self-worth, I mean, just an inflated sense of self-worth related to all these things. Like if I, if I'm the leader because I need to feel like I'm the leader, not just, I mean, in, in this sense, like if I were to look at Donald Trump, there are clear things that like, 
he does for material gain and he identifies material gain with that self-image that he has of himself but when you're talking about narcissism it has more to do with how those spaces affect that self-image than it just does with the actual material rewards themselves like in the instance of that person when they said it to me what they what they had said it was about making them feel bigger and somebody else feel smaller Right, but that boils the differential. That boils down. What was that like? C or whatever, where they were saying, um, that they uh, either cool indifference, feelings of rage, humiliation, emptiness as a response to criticism, indifference, or defeat. So that is what you're talking about with the uh. The self-esteem, because they don't like to be criticized, and they definitely don't like to be defeated. So they respond with rage, humiliation, or emptiness. So that's, but that's where I mean, again, like that. I just like would in the context of the congressional stuff or whatever. I just leave that other stuff to the side unless it has to do with them bringing their self-image up. Right, but what I'm saying is that is that. Again, we're all narcissists, but we don't necessarily have the personality disorder. The person that you are describing probably has the personality disorder in addition to some other issues. There's one that I saw in that article that was kind of funny. It's called a communal narcissist. Yeah. That one makes me laugh. People (laughs) with communal narcissism might become easily morally outraged describe themselves as empathetic and generous and react strongly to things they see as unfair. So again, it's more about like, that's, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, like they feel like they're the savior of, you know, and it's generally white liberals that do that just to be sure, just in case anybody's confused about that. They think they're the saviors. Yeah. But see like that friend of mine from Columbia he always chucks that up to white guilt, and he says that it makes him laugh because all of the white people that he knows jump in on everything and anything that they possibly can so that they can hear their voice and, you know, talk about the outrage that they have suffered from a black kid getting killed. So my my favorite academic guy that Zizek guy that I brought up a couple a few episodes ago he was at uh, some sort of a conference in South Dakota um, and it was it was a political theory thing but there were all kinds of indigenous politics were mixed into what it was that they were they were talking about and there was one of his buddies who was I, I, I'm pretty sure he was Lakota Sioux academic guy that was lived in the area and uh, um, this uh, Zizek used the term Indians right and uh, this white liberal gentleman stands up and proceeds to chin. It's Native Americans, and you don't use that term, and blah, blah, this, and blah, blah, that. And uh, the indigenous fellow who was sitting next to Jack, who's his buddy, you know, he says, no, I'd much rather just have him use the term Indians because it reminds me of how fucking stupid white people are. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and, and, and that, that guy wasn't saying, he's not saying it's my right to speak on behalf of everybody in the world, but fucking hilarious dude you know yeah. just totally put that guy in us there's a lot of that in the world today you know you got to speak the right language you got to say the right words so political correctness has fucked us up beyond all 
possible repair, yeah, as far we, as I can we tell. Should, we should do one soon on, on, on political correctness. That would be a... Because, I, I mean, seriously, like... I thought it was funny, because... I tried to be politically correct. You know, I, I didn't say... Oh, well, it's the black woman over there wearing the purple hat. I would say it's the woman over there wearing the purple hat, right? Because we're supposed people. to be just people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, mistakenly, that the census and their terms was politically correct so black hispanic asian yada 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 well the black thing didn't work with the few black people i do know and other black people that i've talked to they they're not particularly fond of black they don't necessarily like i mean black is what they've kind of settled on, because they definitely don't like Negro. Um, African American, most of them think, I've never fucking been to Africa. You know, I'm not African American. So, there's a lot of... I don't want to call it turmoil, but there's some mixed emotions there. Um, Hispanic, you know... I, um, Cubans and Venezuelans hate Colombians. Um, people from the Honduras hate Mexicans. Indigenous um, are way different than. Yeah, and so when you say this Hispanic thing, a lot of them get pissed because they don't want to be grouped into whatever. It's you know, the same way that Latinx has become a category that people, uh, uh, academics use, but generally speaking, people that have been identified by others as Latinx, do not identify themselves as Latinx. Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, you've got that. But then I thought it was funny because I tried the same thing. I thought, well, with the blacks, it's this way, and with the Hispanics, it's this way, so I'll talk to the Asians. Asians, for some reason, just don't give a fuck, at least the ones I've talked to, which is weird because, you know, China and Japan have been in a fight for fucking hundreds of years There's a rough, rough history and, yeah. and Taiwan and, and China, obviously, and, you know, Thailand and Laos and Vietnam and fuck. So you'd think that some of them would say, well, fuck it. I don't want to be called that. Asian is just a grouping and I'm not them, mm -hmm. but they don't care. Um, which is weird. So yeah, maybe we should next week. Let's do Trump. And we'll do political, political correctness, correctness. which I just did fucking four minutes of it. But um, we'll do political correctness, and we'll do some other fucking amusing topic next week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, we're coming up on 45 now. You got any closing thoughts? No, just as, as long as everybody knows that I'm the center of the universe, that's really all I care about. You know, <laughs> that you all exist to, to make me happy and to serve my needs and desires. So That's right. And don't forget, I am entitled to anything that you have, whether it's a parking spot, a desk. Um, a swing line stapler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, well, Twitter, Short Bus Debate. TikTok, Short Bus Debate Club. Phone number, 720-334, roll. Roll. And that's 7655, I think. Um, but just look at the letters on the phone for those of you that still know how to use a dial pad. Ignore him. Don't listen to anything that he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Talk to you later. Later.